Chapter Seventy Eight of the Wild Huntress. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Wild Huntress by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Seventy Eight the charge the horseman who had forged ahead for a while hindered me from seeing the enemy the utahs had halted and were discharging their guns the smoke from their shots shrouded both allies and enemies but from the fact of a halt having been made i presumed the arapahoes were making stand by the butte it was not so after the first round of shots the firing ceased and the utahs again went charging onward the arapahoes had given way and were fleeing down the valley there they must meet wakara and this or something like it was their intention with the four divisions closing upon them from all sides at once they saw there was no chance of saving themselves except by making a desperate charge on some one singly in the hope of causing it to yield and thus open for them a way to escape they had no difficulty in making choice of which they should meet the band of wakara was between them and their own country it was the direction in which they must ultimately retreat and this decided to take them down the valley a slight swell in the plain which we were at that moment crossing gave me a view of the retreating arapahoes in the distance i could see the band of wakara advancing toward them at full speed in a few seconds would meet in shivering charge these mortal foes the utahs of our party were urging their horses to utmost speed well mounted as were myself and companions we were unable to overtake them those that came from right and left had suddenly swerved from their course and in two converging lines were sweeping down the valley to the assistance of their chief we passed close under the edge of the butte in the excitement of the chase i had almost forgotten to look up when a shrill shout recalled in my memory the captive on the cross the cry came from the summit the sure shot himself thank heaven he lived huzza huzza shouted the voice heaving speed yes whosoever ye be Huzza, huzay, arter them vermin and give me em goss, sculped every mother's son of em. Huzza, hooray! There was no time to make reply to these cries of encouragement. Enough to know that it was our old comrade who gave utterance to them. It proved he was still living, and echoing his exulting shout we galloped onward it was a fearful sight to behold 
the two dark bands as they dashed forward upon one another like opposing waves of an angry ocean through the horsemen in front of me i could see the meeting and hear the shock it was accompanied by wild yells by voices heard in loud taunting tones by the rattling of shields the crashing collision of spear shafts and the sharp detonations of rifles the band of wakara recoiled for a moment it was by far the weakest and had it been left to itself would have sustained defeat in this terrible encounter but the utahs were armed both with rifles and pistols and the latter playing upon the ranks of the arapahoes were fast thinning them dusky warriors were seen dropping from their horses while the terrified animals were galloping over the field their wild neighs adding to the uproar of the fight there was but one charge a short but terrible conflict and then the fight was over it became transformed almost in an instant to a disorderly flight when the hot scurry had ended the remnant of the prairie horsemen was seen heading down the valley followed by the four bands of the utahs who had now closed together pressing onward in the pursuit they still vociferated their wild ah halloo firing shots at intervals as they rode within reach of their flying foemen neither wingrove nor i had an opportunity of taking part in the affray it was over before we could ride up and indeed had it been otherwise neither of us could have been of much service to our allies painted as both were and in full war costume in other words naked to the breech cloud we could not have distinguished friends from foes it was partly this consideration that had occasioned us to halt we drew up on the ground where the collision had occurred with the band of wakara we looked upon a spectacle that might at any other time have horrified us a hundred bodies lay over the sward all dead there were utahs as well as arapahoes but though we could not distinguish the warriors of the two tribes in the confusion of the flight there was no difficulty in identifying their dead there was a signal difference in the aspect of the slain indians around the skulls of the utahs the thick black tresses were still clustering while upon the heads of the arapahoes there was neither hair nor skin every one of them had been already scalped wounded men were sitting up or propped against dead bodies each with two or three comrades bending over him horses were galloping around their lazos trailing at will while weapons of every kind spears shields bows quivers and arrows were strewn upon the sward a group of about a dozen men appeared at some distance clustered around a particular object 
it was the dead body of a man a chief no doubt not without feelings of apprehension did i approach the spot it might be the noble wakara i rode up and looked over the shoulders of those who encircled the corpse a glance was sufficient to put an end to my apprehensions the body was covered with blood and pierced with many wounds it was frightfully mutilated but i was able to identify the features as those of red hand the chief of the arapahoes scarred and gashed though it was i could still trace those sinister lines that in life had rendered that face so terrible to behold it was even more hideous in death but the utahs who stood around no longer regarded it with fear the terror which their dread foeman had oft inspired within them was now being retaliated in the mockery of his mutilated remains the mexican had ascertained that wakara was still unhurt and heading the pursuit having myself no further interest in the scene i turned away from it and with wingrove by my side rode back toward the butte End of chapter 78